So you mean to tell me that I'm Why supposed to be okay with being in the toxic stage for What is Girl, we got you. My name is Maya and I'm one of the co-hosts. Hi, I'm Olamide, your co-host. And this is America. Make it make sense. Anything you want to talk about, we got you covered. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of American Make It Make Sense. My name is Alamide, and I'm here with Maya. Today, we're going to be talking about how the justice system sees people of color and how they portray them in the media and just in society in general. So I'm going to start by talking about the illustration that we're going to have available for you all to see, because it's very important you see this. In this illustration, it's four men taking a mugshot. The black man holds a sign that reads angry and violent. The Latino man holds a sign that reads criminal and dangerous. The Muslim man holds a sign that reads extremist and militant. And the white man holds a sign that reads had a bad day. And when I think of the term have uh, the phrase had a bad day, I think about the recent shooting that happened in Atlanta, Georgia, where a white man killed eight people, six of whom were Asian on March 16, 2021. And when asked, why did you do that? He said, I had a bad day. When I think about when you have a bad day, I don't think you make a point or you have the intent to shoot people because you had a bad day. When I have a bad day, I go to sleep. When I have a bad day, I go out. When I have a bad day, I hang out with people. You know, that's how I show I have a bad day or deal with having a bad day. I don't go out and shoot people, right? So that excuse, because that's ultimately what it is, an excuse, had a bad day, it to be honest, it does not apply to every citizen in America. It does not. And what we're going to talk about is why is it that his excuse, I had a bad day, ultimately is working for him. Or ultimately, he thinks makes sense to say that people are accepting it because I'm not accepting it. And I think that a lot of people who our families of the people who he killed are not accepting are definitely not accepting it because that is that is a lame excuse that is that is just horrible to say I had a bad day so I just killed these amount of people I think it says a lot the people that we have in power who are supposed to protect and serve and not make excuses for criminals because they don't make excuses for everyone but they chose to make an excuse for him by saying well, I guess he had a really bad day and this is why he chose to do this. It takes me back to when Dylan Roof shot and killed nine black people in a church solely because they were black and the police went and bought him Burger King. There's no accountability. It's really not. And even with the recent Capitol Hill riot, right? Our president said they were patriots. Our president commanded them, like they said, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for showing how much you love this country. And people were like, what about if it was a Black Lives Matter protest? <laughs> like, you're not, that same energy is not going to go towards them, right? So it really isn't like, it's so obvious, like who is being appreciated and who is being like, just saying said that like they're wrong for doing and condemned for their actions. And with this recent shooting, it's horrible because to think that saying I had a bad day is enough to just be justified for killing people of color, especially like people who, to be honest, are marginalized and don't really have the same platform as 
a lot of groups in this country, it's actually really horrible. And it's sick to think that you can get away with it. Yeah, it takes me also like when you were bringing up how Trump made excuses for the protesters or not the protesters, the rioters at the Capitol. I remember seeing, I think it was about a week ago, this U.S. Senator in Wisconsin um, made comments on a radio show saying like that he would have been concerned if Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters had showed up to the uh, Capitol and that he wasn't concerned about the patriots that showed up because he knew that they weren't there with violent intentions. I mean, last time I checked, a couple of cops are dead and millions of dollars of damage happened in the Capitol building. Like it was a complete shit show. And you're gonna say that you weren't scared. Everyone had to be hid. Like there was no way that it was just some sort of normal protest. It was a riot, people died. Definitely, definitely. And just to go back to the illustration, angry and violent Black people, we already spoke on that, especially with the um, recent riot. Criminal and dangerous, they're talking about Latino men. Trump saying that Mexicans are only rapists and what else, gang members. Like that all goes into implicit bias. It goes into stereotypes that are portrayed oftentimes towards people of color and extremists and militant about Muslim men like I don't (laughs) like we have to really think why is it that we have these thoughts like why is it that when we see something happen we automatically associate these these terms to these people but when we see a white man just say he has a bad day we're like oh okay yeah definitely why are we making excuses for certain people and not others why are we not holding everyone to the same standard of accountability like it's 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 sick it's actually sick because you see these terms like being associated with these people and you're like wow I don't see one I, I did not see one term associated with the white man except for what he stated that he was having a bad day I don't see and then it's so crazy because when something like that happens right or like a white person does something bad in the media you see they give details about all oh, that white person had such a great educational background, was such a great son, was such a this, was such a that, was such a that. But then when you see the same thing with like a black person, it's like this person went to jail so-and-so times. This person had this kind of rough background. This person had this, had that, but it's never any positive associations to it. It's just the trials and trials that that person had to overcome. But a white person, it's like, wow, like, like they had such a good life. Like even if the person didn't even have a good life, they choose they choose which one had a good life or what parts of their life was actually good. I think it also concerns me because it makes me call into question the integrity of the investigation. Like how do I know that the, how does anyone know, especially the family of the six women that were killed and the other two people, like how are they going to be sure that, they know that this was not a hate crime. How do we know that that officer is going to go fully pursue and check every nook and cranny to make sure that this was or wasn't a hate crime? We, we don't know that for sure now, especially knowing what we've seen on that man's Facebook that he already has anti-Chinese sentiments up on his Facebook page and then is going out and publicly making excuses for the man that committed such a heinous crime. Like, 
it makes you question everything with the investigation. And it's so ironic that people are like, oh, he's having a bad day. But there has been a trend of how anti-Asian a lot of people have been, especially with the recent pen, with the current pandemic we're in right now. There is there is a huge group of people who actually have that sentiment, uh, anti-Asian sentiment. So it's like it's not it's not completely out of left field how people think that it's coming from that hate because it's happening right now. Like people, a lot of people have that kind of hatred towards Asian people and it's completely wrong. And it's, it just has no founding or any legitimacy to it at all. Mm -hmm. And I think we can definitely look at the intersection between like how most of these incidents have been against women, Asian women, like, I think in the past year, I saw that there have been 3,800 anti-Asian hate crimes, and most of them were against women. And then it just happens to be that he chooses to go to a massage parlor where predominant massage parlors, because there were three, where predominantly Asian women work. And then he tries to blame it on sex work that he chose to shoot those people because he had a sex addiction. Yeah. And he saw that as as temptation he wanted to eliminate because it was spas and he wanted to eliminate them. We have to look at the intersectionality between the fact that these are Asian people and also the fact that they are Asian women. Like they have been sexualized so much um, in the media and yeah, like in the media because they are Asian women and that's not okay. And we have to definitely recognize that. Yeah. I, like, what do you mean they've been sexualized in the media? Because I don't well, believe the Asian women being sexualized other than like they've been seen as people who do the brunt of the labor or like the spas, like yeah. nails, but I don't really see them being sexualized. Well, if you look at um, like movies and stuff, like there was the movie, I forget the exact name of it, where they started using the phrase like me so horny and um, love you long time. Like those are things that are tied to Asian women and it kind of produce uh, portrays them as like hypersexualized beings that are meant to serve white men's sexual pleasure. And then you have a man that's going in and shooting Asian women in massage parlors and blaming them for his sex addiction. Like that's just one example of how the media portrays or hyper hypersexualizes Asian women as seen for like white man's pleasure. Yeah, I can see that. I don't really and know. It's not- yeah you can continue oh I was just gonna say that like it's not only with Asian women of course like it's definitely happened in the black community but I think there's definitely a tie to what happened a week ago and what happens in the media and how Asian women are portrayed yeah I could see that I think now like with social media I could see a lot of people taking the step to learn more about like for example even pronouncing many of these women's names, like a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know how to. So taking the initiative to inform yourself of cultures that you wouldn't necessarily be associated, not associated with, but like informed about, like name is so important. Like if you cannot say a name, like that is so detrimental because it's literally someone's identity. So taking initiative to learn their names because when you say someone's name, you give power to their story in life is so great that social media has been has been a platform where this has been happening. Mm -hmm. This shouldn't have had to have been our wake up call to start learning and start doing the work that needs to be done. But I'm happy that people are now taking that step and like 
the least we could do is, like you said, pronounce someone's name correctly. Definitely. And the call of action to this is that, like, we got to, like, start looking at how people are portrayed. Like, we have to, you can't just hear about something that happened and be like, okay, this happened. You have to think, how is, how is that person being portrayed? How is the suspect being portrayed? Like, what is their intent? What is their reasoning for doing it? Someone saying they have a bad day. I think that really set up a lot of light bulbs in people's heads because they were like, okay, that makes absolutely no sense. Someone saying they have a bad day. Like, I'm still not over it because it's just, it's actually crazy that someone would say that. I don't even know. that. Like, when I heard that, I was like, there's no, I, like, I'm not over it. There's no way. Well, no, someone yeah. Day and think I that's really, okay to do someone. Like, exactly. I just, people have that. This is a, this is a fucking pandemic. People have bad days every day. People, people are struggling and you say you have a bad day like I'm not trying like I don't know what was going on with him but also he said that he has sex addiction but it's like you can't use that excuse to do something so horrific like Mm -hmm. what and why did you then go and kill people because of your sex addiction what made you say you can't be like there is no pattern to what he was doing like there's no consistency he killed eight Asian women. Like that, that's not, I have a bad day. That's like, I don't like Asian women. <laughs> that's not a, I have a bad day thing. You targeted a group of people and you tried to make it seem like you just had, like, it was just a thought. Like, it was just an instinct. Let me just do this. But it's like, you actually had, you had a group of victims in your mind that you wanted to target and you did so. Media needs to stop making excuses. Definitely. Police need to stop making excuses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of America Make It Make Sense. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, I mean, or Spotify.